I'm Colby. And I'm Olivia. And you're listening to Fight Me Podcast. All right. Thanks, Colby, for calling in remotely from Lagoon. Um, if you're unfamiliar with uh, Lagoon, it is an amusement park in Utah. It's where fun is. Um, it. Oddly enough, slogan. that where is their slogan. Is. It's where fun is. Yeah. Yeah. So, Are you allowed to end a sentence with is? I mean, probably not, but I'm not an English teacher. Dylan, are you an English teacher? Do you know what I learned in English class, actually? I specifically took English grammar as part of my my degree in screenwriting. Um, Because I specifically was like, you know, I'm going to take English grammar, one, because it checks one of the boxes, and two, maybe I'll understand where the comma goes. And all I learned is... There's actually no firm rules to basically anything. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's certain places I know. Oh, this is where a comma goes. But then there's places where it's like you could put a comma here, and it's like, <laughs> it's like that doesn't even make any sense. Like, no. it, there's not like the there's not the rules are very malleable. Is what I my my rules with commas is I put them everywhere and then I rely on Grammarly <laughs> to tell me where they do right. not belong. And sometimes I'm like, I don't know, Grammarly, that seems like I want to pause there. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I know better. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty You're sure just an AI. Um, AI. Yeah, that class was rough. Yeah, I. Uh, so your degree is actually in screenwriting. I had two majors. Man, that Dylan kid, he is smart as a whip, man. So I can make videos and write scripts, I guess. Nice, Um, you guess. (laughs) Yeah. I I believe you can do it, Dylan. I can do it. I've done it. I don't know if I really want to. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, like, I think the funny thing is, is like, I just got my degree and I'm still like, I don't know if I right. want it's to. It's kind of just, I, a, it's what I do professionally and I'm not sure if I you learn to. other skills that you can apply to things like, yeah, like ri- my writing generally is better because of it. Right. Like yeah, I learned yeah. how to, and not to tangent too far, but screenwriting is very much a economy of words, which I think is important to any writing. Um, yep. and no, nowhere drives home that idea like writing a script because every word is dollars right so is yep. dollars translating to your movie so do not put a word on the page if it's not completely necessary or you have to be a really fantastic writer that's allowed to get away with that stuff right and Fair. you're probably yeah. producing your own movies so <laughs> it doesn't matter like essentially what you're saying is, is if you're kevin smith your characters can ramble forever right, or like ever the, about nothing like i i imagine um like the wes anderson's like yeah, yeah they yeah. put flowery stuff in a script that it evokes an emotion that typically you don't put on a page because yeah. You can't you don't you don't put emotions on the screen, right? Like I need to know yeah, if yeah. there's a couch there or I need to know <laughs> who's sitting in the room. I don't need to know the moods meant to be interpreted by like the directors and actors yeah, yeah. blah 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 blah. But yeah, anyway. Anyway, uh, Lagoon, it's where fun is. Colby, oddly enough, will actually be here later. Uh, he, we, we had to push recording to Wednesday because of my lousy internet. Um, so he'll be, he'll be here in a minute. Um, not coming straight from Lagoon, though. Um, so he can tell us if it was where fun is. was, I mm. believe. Um, I haven't been this in a while. Last time down. I went, it was... 
Last time I went, it was fine. You know, so it's a it's a local amusement park. It's it's Wild Waves for you, right. Dylan. But probably um, better. Shockingly better than Wild Waves. <laughs> Everything's better than Wild Waves. The like the carnival at the state fair. I just might don't be know if you waves. are supposed to put a water park in Washington, in at no. least the west side of Washington. You could probably. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, Silver Silverdale or what it's called? In Idaho. Silverwood. I've heard that's yeah, pretty cool. Probably... I meant to go there, but I think COVID happened when we were planning. It's like a five or six we hour drive, man. To go and. Yeah. Stuff it. happens, man. I I instead will go to the let's see, Disney World is the the it's not the happiest place on earth because that's Disneyland. It's the most magical place on earth. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. So now that you say that though, that yeah, I the Disney Disney World is better than Lagoon and Wild Waves, probably put together to be honest anyway this this is not what you came to hear i mean maybe you did i don't know theme park cast and dylan's degree cast they happen uh we're gonna talk about what we've been playing uh we're gonna talk about news xbox is finally getting discord integration uh the only way I want to play Breath of the Wild now, like I don't, I don't actually want to play Breath of the Wild, but the only way I want to do it is split screen co-op. That sounds great. Uh, we'll talk about that um, next time you turn on your Xbox, Dylan. Assuming that you don't have it on quick resume, um, you'll save five seconds, five seconds out of your busy, busy wow. life, Dylan. Uh, Minecraft says no to NFTs, which is great um vicarious visions or the company that used to be vicarious visions makers of uh probably the the last thing you heard from them was tony hawk one one and two uh wants a union like blizzard really blizzard really screwed themselves over <laughs> they're like let's treat people like garbage and people are like hey maybe there's a solution here uh we're also going to talk about why qa is leading the way in the union efforts because pretty much everyone you've seen so far uh is, is QA teams, except for the indie uh, development house Tender Claws, which also is unionizing. So we're going to talk a lot about uh, a lot about unions today. Uh, and finally, uh, Halo Co-op will not have matchmaking, and people are really up in arms about this. And I'm I'm baffled. Um, like, there's nothing I can think of worse than trying to like find a rando to play co-op Halo levels with. That sounds terrible. But, you know, teach their own, I guess. We've got questions from Vinny2 uh, from Monotone Screaming. Uh, one from Josh Shadow X, And uh, we've got one from Prime Fan. we got a couple of cheap free games. Uh, and then one Troll Corner, which I'd kind of forgotten about. Because, oh, man. <laughs> game stop. You should have stopped. This is, this is real, real not good. But... Hey, who's surprised? Like, who among us is surprised that GameStop did something dumb? Anyway, uh, do you want to do you want to tell us what you've been playing, Dylan? I'm hoping something. Uh, I don't know if I did. Did that hurt? Are you yeah, okay? It hurt. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think so. I I wanted to play more Sea of Thieves, but it, just, it didn't happen. Yeah, um, I get it. It's okay. Like, like no one's gonna judge you, Dylan. It's, it's, it's all right. It's really all right. Um, I, uh, I played a little bit of, 
of backbone, but not a ton. Like maybe maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. I've like as nerdy as it sounds, and if Colby was here, he would make lots of fun of me. Um, I've been getting really into genealogy lately, <laughs> which is like. Uh, I don't know. In in Utah, like it is the like if you're an old white Mormon lady, like that's how you spend your days. Right. Um, so you are an old white Mormon lady. Old white Mormon lady, yeah. Um but yeah, no, I've gotten kind of deep into it and I, I spent a lot like I literally spent all the time on Sunday when I should have been playing backbone trying to find the uh, nineteen oh one census from um Bornholm, Denmark. Um and I did find it. I like I feel pretty pretty good about it. I mean like finding the census was easy. It was finding my, my relatives right. inside of that census that was that was difficult. But I did find them. Um you know, I, I found that that all of my Danish relatives come from this little teeny island. Like, if you if you go to Denmark, um, and then like go way off their coast, like past Sweden, actually, um, there's like this little teeny island, and that's where all my Danish relatives are from. So it's been, I don't know, super interesting to me, but probably no one else. So I know. will be in Denmark in a couple of weeks, so I will look for them. Which part of Denmark? Uh, Copenhagen, I believe. Oh, you're so close, yeah. Dylan. Like, uh, you can take a little, you can take a ferry. Well, probably, I think to... we're actually taking a, a, like, a cruise there from Sweden. So we oh. might pass it. Just just wave. Yeah, just I, wave I, I probably me. still have relatives there. Yeah. Um, I haven't, I haven't, like, gotten that, that deep into yeah. it. But I think I still have folk there. So I mean, yeah, in some capacity, someone lives there that is related to you right yeah in some yeah, yeah. some way but it's a very small it's a very small island and people do not like don't leave once they yeah. get there i don't think so beautiful place anyway that's where my my great-grandfather's from so that's that's what i did i'm all like i said i'm playing backbone still backbone's still great um like it, it was it, it it tells you how into this this like genealogy bullshit i am to say that i did it instead of playing backbone because backbone's really really good (laughs) so anyway uh let's see patreon because there's no colby so he can colby i think only played colby's still playing power washer simulator i think Um, i don't know about that guy i you know it's fine but it was like it was two hours with a fine not like Play it for multiple weeks, fine. <laughs> so, eh, you know, teach their own, I guess. Uh, Patreon, thank you to our patrons. You're delightful. We think you're fantastic. Um, and if you would like to be fantastic, like all of our patrons, you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon or patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Slip us a few dollars a month. If that number of dollars is equal to 10... Then I will say your name in all of our podcasts. So I'm going to do that right now. Um, your name might be John Tippins. It might be Sean Palmer or Austin Palmer or Alan Schulte or Joan, Cole, Joan, Joan, Joe Cole Jr. Uh, or anonymous. If your name's anonymous, like how weird would that be to go through life, Dylan, with your name yeah, actually being anonymous? Like you just go through your entire life as anonymous Hubbard. Yeah. Like that, that'd be so strange. Yeah. Anyway, um, or or Rich Deacon, you might be Rich Deacon too, um, or you know, a Rich Deacon. Happen. A like if you. Hey, were what if a, his first name was A, like Albert, and he did like yeah, the yeah, yeah. A period Rich Deacon. So Albert Richard Deacon. 
So uh, Mormon folk, one of the like tenets of their religion is uh, they they do what they're called what they call getting baptized for the dead, um, and so essentially they like there are folk who like someone will go like symbolically be baptized for them, um, so that that person can go to Mormon heaven. I don't know. I, I lived there for I lived in Utah for a long time, surrounded by Mormons, and I'm still not exactly sure how it all works. But neither here nor there. If I'm butchering your religion, I apologize. Uh, but when my mom was a kid, uh, she was baptized for a dead for the dead for a person named A. Period. Sad mistake. And wow, that's, that's a, always kind of stuck with yeah, me. That's, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. So. Moral of the story is if you want to hear more weird stuff like that, go be a patron because it'll help somehow. Uh, again, patreon.com slash bite me podcast. Uh, Dylan, do you want to help me get into just like help me get in the, the mood to talk about something? News. Something, something. Yeah. I think this is the biggest news I've ever seen, actually. It's kind of awesome, actually. So uh, you're finally going to be able to connect to a Discord server uh, from your Xbox. So that means that you can be on your Xbox and your friends can be in Discord and you'll finally be able to talk to each other. Uh, And like this isn't like something that's coming soon. It's not something that's in beta. Like this is literally out right now. So you can go connect your Xbox to to Discord um, and (sighs) everything is right with the world again. Yeah, it's Um, about time. Right, PlayStation's yeah. had it for about seven months. Oh, really? I don't um, know if I knew that. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, it came out a while ago. So, like, it's just nice, yeah. you know. Like, Discord's Especially such a great with, app. Like, crossplay becoming more exactly. prevalent. Yep. You're always that. Yep. You have that one friend who can't hear his game because he's got his earbuds in on his phone talking to yep. Discord to you. <laughs> so. I have absolutely before. Um, been playing with my kid and his friend and they talk on discord because his friend doesn't have a headset for his xbox i think yeah. is the reason and so he's got earbuds that he can plug into his phones so they can they can talk on discord so i've literally done the thing where i'm wearing an earbud so i can hear yeah. <laughs> discord and then wearing like my half an ear headphones over yeah. <laughs> So I can hear them in one ear, my video game in the other ear, and then I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever yeah. done. <laughs> so so going forward, I will not have to look like I, I don't even know what I look like. I can't imagine it's good, but like I'll just be able to chat with them in Discord via via Xbox. So that's a that's a pretty big I, I wanna say it's a big win, but it's more like a great job catching up their yeah. Xbox. Um. So now, if Big only deal, we can though. get rid of the squid adapter. Now, squids for squids life, man. Here squids for, for life. Yeah, I wonder what it would take to get to get Discord integration on on the uh, the Nintendo. That seems like a bridge too far. You know, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe we'll see. Anyway, good news. Like I said, just go do it right now. Like, don't. Don't don't wait. That's what I'm saying. Go go get it going. Uh, Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Dylan, have you? Colby beat it. You have not beat it, correct? Oh no, definitely not. You've tried as you're like me though, who's tried it like three or four times and then just get like, bah. 
correct? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Is that your general feeling about three times? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if I'm up to three or four, but either way, it is too damn many. Um, so this kind of interests me, though, because I always think that games, even even bad games, are often more fun. And not not that Zelda is exactly a bad game. I mean, a lot of people tell you it's you know in the top three, five games ever, best games ever made. So you know, for me to call it a bad game, I guess is a bit presumptuous. But a game that I do not enjoy, I think that, that there's something to be said for playing games that are not perfect with someone else, um, I think often can raise the the bar on those. Like, they can help bring the difficulty level down. Um, I mean, like, like what's uh, what's that terrible game? Uh, Army of Two? Like, Army of Two is not a good game. Um, but it was very fun playing it multiplayer yeah. because you could revel in the fact that, like, I just ripped a car door off and I'm using it as a shield, you know? Um Anyway, uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild on PC. So this is this is essentially, I guess, if you are probably playing Breath of the Wild on PC via an emulator, I would guess uh, the you can you can mod the game and play it split screen. And I think that Zelda split screen actually might be be kind of fun. You know, it doubles your chance of finding things, makes um, probably a lot of the uh, harder temples a little bit easier probably makes the bosses significantly easier um you know doubles your chance of finding those little weird seed things um i don't know to me like zelda co-op sounds a lot more fun than uh zelda not co-op so that is a it is a thing that exists my guess is that it is absolutely not perfect um my guess is that uh it's it's buggy and weird but it might be might be more fun, buggy and weird than just playing it by yourself in your Switch. That's that's what I'm gonna say. So, uh, when when was the last time you turned your your Xbox all the way on, Dylan? Like from all the way off to all the way on? I have no idea. I I can't think of the last time I did. Like, <sighs> mine might have like crashed, like. Seems like I was playing a game. I, I cannot remember what it was offhand, but it actually like hard booted my Xbox. Like I had to actually actually had to do it. So within maybe the last six months. But if you're one of those people that cares about the environment, you know, um, you can actually just turn your Xbox off all the time. It doesn't have to be an easy resume, you know resume standby mode. Um, and the good news is is Xbox. The, the way this is phrased is interesting to me. Um, what they said is that they worked to create a shorter boot-up animation um, than the current one. So the old boot-up animation took nine seconds. The new boot-up animation takes four, which makes me wonder if it always could have booted in four seconds, and they're just like, no, 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 make people wait for the animation. Right. <laughs> or if like maybe originally it needed to be nine seconds and you know things have gotten faster over time um i don't know i i'm interested by it but either way five seconds of your life that you have back dylan um every time so i was actually reading an article earlier this week um that was kind of tangential to this i guess and they were saying that one of the the reasons that video games and, and hardware developers are so obsessed with load times, like why you hear about, you know, 
load times getting quicker, you know, levels loading quicker, games booting into games quicker, um, is because they really believe that they're having to fight, um, like social media for your attention. So they say that you know, with a with a ten or fifteen second load time. Uh, people are super apt to just pick up their phone and start, mm -hmm. you know, like flipping through Facebook or Twitter and may not notice that their game actually loaded oh, and absolutely. may stick to social media. <laughs> and I mean, like, I've definitely done that where, like, I'm like, oh, my game is loaded and, you know, it's been loaded for two minutes and I've been flipping through something. But I thought it was really interesting that part of the the reason that they do that um, is, is, like, first of all, that a lot of, like, mobile games have really set a bar where there are almost no load screens because of the way the technology works. Um, and just, like, they're loading less resources. They're letting, you know, they don't have a lot of load screens. So people that are coming up, um, especially from, like, more developing countries where they, they you know, the first access they get to video games are, like, simple, like, Flash HTML games. Um, not Flash anymore, but HTML5 games. And then as their app stores get better, better and better, they start getting, you know, the Angry Birds and the, you know, all those things. And then progress over to consoles. Um, and so they actually get, you know, they get into consoles and they're like, why are these loading so slowly? Um, and are very apt to go to, to social media. Um, hmm. And so that's, that's one of the reasons why you see so much, uh, so much time put into, like, the new... Um, like the stuff that Windows 11's getting from the Xbox, it'll help games load faster. I don't remember what it's called, direct load, direct something. Mm. Um, it's just like they they need to keep people's attention, yeah, which I thought was so was interesting. I don't know. I I the one that I wonder about is how much longer will you see games with tons of cutscenes? Because the cutscenes are what kill me. Is oh, cut, you know, like a cutscene starts up, and I'm like, oh, huh, my. Can soul you imagine thing. someone with those Metal Gear Solid like 15 minute oh. cutscenes or whatever, and it's like. Yeah, you lost you lost everybody at this point. Yeah, so I need my games told via like gameplay these especially days. Especially if like, there's no like choices in the conversation. It's yeah. just a, like a, it's literally just a cinematic. Um, yep, yep. I need I need like narrative yeah. choices in my my cinematics yeah. or or just no cinematics right. at all um, because I'm just I, I'm too easily distracted. Yeah. By, Do you by think that, so? Just thinking like a. Uh, I think like God of War and Enchan uh, Uncharted did this, but where the cinematics seamlessly move into the game again, so you don't even notice. Like, is that better or worse? I think, like personally, I think it's worse because um, you don't even realize I, that the cutscene's over, right? So you, or or that it started. Right. Um, yeah, I I really did not like how they did that in, in God of War yeah. where you'd be fighting someone and then, yeah, seamlessly it would right. cut to, like, exposition. Yeah. Um, and then seamlessly yeah. go back to... And, and, like, seamlessly I'm putting kind of in air quotes, too. Like, you know, it's it's seamless, but with, like, you yeah. know, really weird, like, zoom. Yeah. Um, See, I don't, I don't remember I, not as much in God of War. I thought Uncharted did a pretty good job doing that. Um, but I, I don't really... Probably because I just didn't care for God of War as much as I would have liked yeah. to, um, so I don't really remember my opinion on that. But yeah, it's kind of weird when you don't even like you don't even realize that you're in a cutscene, and then oh, yeah, it's over. I'm playing. Oh, I'm playing the game again. Okay, I'm a I'm a real not a break fan, that immersion. Yeah, of of the ones where you walk into a like a crevice. 
and then the crevice is an animation. Right. So like you you walk in and then the game takes control for a second yeah. or a second and a half while you animate through the crevice and then you come out right. the other side and get control again. I hate the ones where you like, I'm going to jump off this ledge and then it's like a second and a half animation that you don't have any control over. I, I really do not like those. Um, like to me, the that's it's what really keeps me from playing a lot of like prestige PlayStation games is they do a lot of things like that. And I think it's supposed to make it feel fancy yeah, um, or look fancy. And to me, it just yeah. like, I like, if, if I'm holding the controller, why am I not in charge of what it's doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, why can't I cancel that animation? Um, I don't know. Not a fan. Um, let's see. What should we talk about next, Dylan? Should we talk about Minecraft? I don't know. I know nothing about it, but... It's okay. I don't think it's it matters right. in this context. It probably does not. Um, so, folks, you know, like, NFTs are everywhere. Um, for... I was going to say for good or for bad, but mostly for bad. Um, and you know, a lot of a lot of folks want to, you know, you know, a lot of video game folks are selling them or trying to sell them, mostly unsuccessfully. You know, obviously, Square Enix um, recently, like I don't know, sold a bunch of studios so they could get into NFTs. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but the good folks over at Minecraft uh, said, "quote While we are in the process of updating our Minecraft usage guidelines to offer more precise guidance on new technologies, we wanted to take the opportunity to share our view that integrations of NFTs with Minecraft are generally not something we will support or allow. Um, they believe that NFTs can create models of scarcity and exclusion that conflict with our guidelines and the spirit of Minecraft. They go on to say, to ensure players have a safe and inclusive experience, blockchain technologies are not permitted to be integrated inside our client and server applications, nor may Minecraft in-game concepts content such as world skins, pers person persona items, or other mods be utilized by blockchain technologies to create a scarce digital asset. Uh, asset. So... Like that's it's a pretty good it's just, answer. It's it's nice, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean I guess it's probably an easy it's probably an easy thing to do when you already have all the money in the world, you know, like Minecraft sells Right. They're not yeah, really they, losing out on Yeah. Much. They print money. Yeah. Microsoft is their you know, yeah. their backer, so like they, they probably don't want for much. Um but uh, it's nice when a, a team kind of takes a stand um, when when so many other companies are, you know, trying to make a quick buck that that doesn't like I I've not seen a single uh, use case for NFTs that really or crypto you know Web three stuff that really actually benefits users. Um, and every time they give the list of things that like are supposedly a benefit to me, I'm I'm not interested in any of those things. So yeah. it's nice that it's nice that Minecraft just came out and said, "Hey, just don't." Um, um, it's uh, it's a good thing, I think. I mean, it kind of this is a slight aside, um, but like I was playing Fortnite with my nephew. This was a couple sure. years ago at this point, but it was really funny because. Um, he was so impressed that I had certain skins in Fortnite because I played the yeah, game yeah. before him. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, because I played it in like 
basically season two or whatever it was and he didn't play until 14 or whatever i yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it was at the time i don't really remember um and it like it's kind of cool in a sense that you have cool stuff but at the same time it's like i don't know like i don't care if someone else has this skin like um and just extrapolating this to this case but like yeah 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 yeah, I kind of, especially with how many games we have today, nothing drives me more nuts than a battle pass that has a cool skin at the end that makes me not want to play the game <laughs> because yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm either going to play this game a whole bunch and I don't really want to to get this skin because I'm not going to be able to get it otherwise. Like, it, it creates a really weird feeling for me, um, especially when it's, and not to divert to battle passes specifically, but the fact that in a battle pass situation, I wouldn't mind it as much if you got that battle pass forever. So whenever you come back to this game, you can keep yep. working through it. Because to me, yep. that's how it should be. But then in this situation where... Yeah, it's just... I don't, I don't like how it feels in video games generally. Yeah. I think we briefly mentioned before, like... I could see in like a World of Warcraft thing where this one sword exists in the world that can get moved from player to player. Like I think there's something interesting there that could exist. I don't know what yeah. it looks like, but yeah, I think just generally for video games, I I don't know if I like having these super exclusive things that yeah. create yeah weird like oh man that is kind of cool i wish i could look like that i don't know it's... I, I think the thing is is what 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 nfts every time someone tries to tell me about the bonuses of them like the like the the one sword in in world of warcraft cool like but absolutely doesn't need to be an nft there's no reason right for exactly it being an NFT. right um, because as much as they want you to believe that one day you're going to be able to take that sword from World of Warcraft and take it over to Fortnite, like, A, it's never going to happen. Like, you're never going to get Blizzard and WoW to, or I'm sorry, Blizzard and, and Epic to, to make that kind of deal. And if you did, again, there's no need for it to be an NFT. There's you, you They would just code it so it worked like there's you know there's there's absolutely no reason that needs to be you know pulled into the blockchain to be a thing right. it's just it's yeah. just such a silly idea um but yeah the world's the world is full of silly ideas so what do you do you gotta have silly um, ideas to have good ones eventually i guess i don't know i guess yeah <laughs> dylan and i worked with a number of people uh when we worked together that like you just had that was to, definitely had to, their philosophy was more ideas wade through the silly yeah. ideas <laughs> and i don't know if i agree with that like i don't know like at some point you will spit out a good one but <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot of ideas, but generally when I do, they end up working out just fine. <laughs> so, so you're not of the, uh, like, a, a million I'm a quality over quantity writers. kind of guy, I think. Yeah, yeah no, I get you. I'm anti-brainstorm, as our <laughs> consultant is. Brainstorm? You, yeah. you, were, you were there for... I yeah, was, yeah. He came back and did another session. Yeah, um, dude's name's uh, Wade Kingsley, yeah. I believe. 
and he does a, a, a thing called brainstorming his bullshit. Yeah. And it's a it's a very good. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Like, I could give my pros and cons about consultants, yeah. but as far as consultants go, I think he does a pretty, pretty good, good job, a good consultant, and, and he isn't a good guy. Um, and for the most part, I do agree with the the sentiment. Um, and I think actually implementing some of those ideas where you get. You don't need as many people just spitting out ideas. You you kind of yeah. just need a, a smaller group that can actually work on something more specifically. Yep. Um, yep. But I don't know where we're going at this point. So doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's that's what we do, Dylan. Uh, we're going to talk about unions for a little bit here. The the labor movement in the United States. Um. Like we said earlier, uh, Vicarious Visions, which is now named, I think, Activision, oh, Blizzard Albany. <laughs> they So uh, Blizzard purchased Vicarious Visions, the folks who made uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, plus a bunch of other things. Um, like, they've been around for a long time. And then um, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 was, like, super successful, and people loved it. And they're like, cool, so now we're going to buy you and make you, like, a support studio for Overwatch <laughs> or uh, Warcraft. I don't, I don't remember which, but yeah, they, they just kind of took them and they're like, you go do this now. Um, their, uh, their QA department is currently, uh, has filed to start their own union. So this will be, I believe, the third union within Blizzard. Um, it started out with Raven and then... Uh, I'm trying to remember the other group within there that that uh, oh the Dragon Age Four QA team, um, and then now Vicarious Visions or or Blizzard Albany Albany have all filed to be part of uh, of of unions, and it's interesting that it's it's mostly the QA teams. We're going to talk about that next, but uh, it it's going to be interesting when. Uh, it's going to be interesting when Microsoft makes this purchase and all of a sudden owns most of the everything. <laughs> the yeah, unionized well, most of everything, but also like the probably the three, really the th only three AAA unions in the U.S. Um, it, it's going to be interesting to see how that kind of goes down, um, and, and that kind of leads to why this is happening in QA. Um, Polygon actually wrote a really good article called How QA Workers Are Driving the Video Game Industry's Union Push. Um, and it's, it's really interesting because what it talks about essentially is that QA workers are extremely passionate about what they do. Um, like as a, as a person who's worked in development of some kind for a number of years, like QA is the most thankless job in the entire world because they are the last piece, you know, like like they are the last thing that happens. And so by the time something gets to QA, I mean, obviously they're working through the entire process, but by the time, you know, they do their last round of stuff, people are just done. Like no one wants to make more fixes. Mm -hmm. You know, you're on a deadline, things have to get done. And so QA often just like, you know, it's, it's hard to do because people don't want you to do your job. Like, can't we just ship this? We'll fix it later. Um, you know, they often make significantly less money than um, other people in the industry. They um, are often contractors with super weird um, rules. Like, I, I had some friends who were contractors for um, Nintendo. And because you're not employed by the company, you can only work, I think, 
10 months in a row before you have to take two months off or else you'll be classified as employee. And so they, they'd work for these like third party contractor or third party contracting firms. Um, Nintendo would hire them for 10 months and then they'd have to take two months off before they could maybe go back to their job at Nintendo again. It's just, it's like, it's a really hard gig yeah. to, you know, actually survive with as an adult um, when you need things like a paycheck and health insurance and all that kind of stuff. And you just, you never well, know it, at the end it, of your 10 months. It also makes it impossible to... I don't know, I want to keep doing this, but if I try to get a different gig and it conflicts with this or exactly. like you never, cause I'm the kind of person, like I wish I didn't have like a 40 hour a week job and I had yeah. like, I want like four jobs that I do every week. I want to do this, yeah. this, this, and this. Cause I enjoy doing a lot of different things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just not, it's really not manageable to not have things conflicting when this needs to get done and that needs to get done and oh do i have to come back to this in two months because i'd like to but i gotta go do this now and well and and unfortunately like that that's way easier if you live in a country with like nationalized healthcare too because you don't have to have a job to keep insurance like if, if your if your insurance comes from the government you just you know that like so many people keep their jobs because they've got good insurance. So many people can't do that kind of stuff because they need to have insurance. Um, because I, I'm 100% with you. I think it would be really, like, freelancing is really hard. I don't know if I'd be good at it. But, like, the thing that keeps me from doing it is, like, you know, first of all, the uncertainty. But also, like, you know, it, insurance is important. Um, you know, having you know, a 401k is important and you only get that through a real job, you know? So it's, it's, it's just one of the ways that it's kind of messed up here to, to do these stuff. And, and that's a lot of why these QA you know, QA folks are trying to get a, you know, trying to form a union in order to be able to, you know, so much of what a union, you know, people think that a union is all about like getting better working conditions. And a lot of it is that it's, you know, it's not, it's not having to crunch. It's not having to, um, you know, deal with, you know, it, it gives you better pathways if you're being harassed. It, you know, takes care of a lot of that stuff. But a lot of it too is just, you know, when when you get laid off, because, you know, that's just kind of a nature of life is that eventually you're going to get laid off. Um, your contract, you know, your union can help you, you know, say that like part of, you know, a company laying people that are in the union off is that they have to guarantee them eight weeks of severance or 12 weeks of severance. They have to guarantee them health care for, you know, six weeks. Like that can be part of, of those contracts. And so, you know, they're, they're not only helpful while you're in a job, but they're also helpful after the fact. So, um, but you know, these QA workers are saying that, you know, our jobs are hard and awful and, you know, we're being exploited, but we love doing what we do, you know, um, and we want to keep doing it better. We want to be the best that we can be, which is why, you know, I mean, you're seeing so much of this happening in QA is they're, they're the people that are, are getting hit the hardest, but they love what they do. And so, you know, it's pretty easy for them to get together and, and form this. So assuming, you know, this goes through, like I said, it'll be the third AAA union in like, I don't know, four months, five months. That's, you know, it's not everything, but it's it's definitely not bad. So we'll see how it goes. Um, 
in kind of the same vein, uh, a company I've never heard of. Have you ever heard of Tender Claws? They're uh, like an indie studio that does a lot of, I guess, VR work. I've not uh, heard of. I haven't heard of them either. Um, but apparently they've been around for quite a while. Um, they do a lot of stuff that uh, like I've never heard of. So they, do, uh, they have an AR virtual pet game called Tender... Um, a couple of virtual reality things called virtual virtual reality and virtual. Oh, I've heard of virtual virtual reality and virtual virtual reality too. I think um, I have seen those on. Yeah, um, they have another one called uh, the Underpresent Tempest Tempest, which is a live VR immersible theater experience based on the Shakespeare play. Um, they also published that Wide Ocean Big Jacket that came out in uh, 2020. It was a virtual camping game. Um, but anyway, like I think they, they punch a little bit above their kind of indie status. And so uh, a bunch of people on their team wanted to to unionize. And like it's such a it's such a nice thing when you see uh, you know the founders of the company, you know, People came to him and said, "Hey, we want to we want to form a union." And and their response is, "Tender Claws is a small studio that's made an outsized impact on the industry. Something that would not be possible without the creativity, talent, and commitment of our employees. We're extremely proud of. Let's see, we're extremely proud of all we've achieved together, and we're grateful to work with like-minded people who are eager to, eager to explore art, technology, and human connection. We've worked hard over the years to make Tender Claws a supportive place to work, where employees have the flexibility they need to pursue their own artistic and commercial endeavors, learn new skills, and repeatedly return to work together. The Tender Claws Human Union will no doubt have a positive impact both within and beyond our walls, and we are thrilled to recognize and work with the union, collaborating to make Tender Claws the best working environment it can be. And it's just like. Man, if everyone could just go like, hey, we understand what you're doing. Like, it's, you know, you've got to take care of you. We've got to take care of us. Let's see how we can work together. Like, man, stuff would just be better, it seems like. So, good good on Tender Claws. Video game studio I've never heard of. <laughs> good for them. All right, Colby's here. Colby, tell me, where is fun? Lagoon. It's where fun yeah. is. It's where fun is. Uh, you got here just in time to to hit our final news item um, and, uh, and offer your opinion on on news before we get into questions. I thought it's what fun is. I thought it was that's even worse. <laughs> oh, Brooke has informed me that it is in fact Lagoon is what fun is, not where fun is. Well, well, I think yeah, I think that's is. worse. It's not great. I don't oh, yeah. like that at it's all. It's what fun is. Huh. Well, I, I I disagree with that even stronger than where fun is, to be honest. Um, where fun is had. It, it's kind of it's like uh, nobody doesn't like Sara Lee, which is <laughs> one like of those this. things that for the longest time I thought it was nobody does it like Sara Lee. I thought it was nobody doesn't like Sara Lee, too. And, and, and instead they're just like, let's do it like, like triple negative. Yeah. Huh. Oh my god. All right. Well, you know, whatever. Uh, Colby. Yo. If you were going to play Halo Infinite I in co op, oh. would you be upset if you had to find a real friend instead of finding a rando <laughs> on the internet to play with it? Well, I just wouldn't play. Like, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's anti social me. But I can't imagine anything worse than random matchmaking to co-op Halo with. Like, that just sounds awful. Like, Yeah, I don't think I'd ever play a campaign with a, a rando. 
and people are pissed. Like every other one has. I'm like, why? Why would anyone want to do that? Like, I want to know if they actually played it. Like, if you're going to complain about this, right. you should have to like show exactly. the receipts. Because I honestly, I don't really have much of an opinion. Like, maybe there's people out there that do it. I would never, um, ever. Like, I, I like in a PVE game, I'm only going to rant like pair up with strangers if I have at least one friend with me. Like, right. Just like remember, a rando is just a friend you haven't met. No, like a rando is usually like a weird racist <laughs> or like a guy who's already. You want to hear through... about the Jews? Oh dear lord, no! <laughs> it's it's like one of those things where, like, every time it seems like almost every time I go to play Destiny and I don't have two friends I'm playing with, the <laughs> third person is the guy who's like run that strike. A thousand times they're only doing it for the guns i'm like i'm here for the story guy i actually want to play this level right. he's like 20 rooms in front of me already fighting the boss i'm like he's hey, just buddy. skipped all the guys you're like oh well, there's there's actually a reason some of us like this is the first time i've seen this level i don't even know where to go yet and like he's I'm pissed lost. that i'm not hurrying yeah <laughs> like i just i don't want to i don't want to do that it sounds terrible but if 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 we don't have something to be upset about at least once a week, why even be gamers? That's what I say. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway. Did you talk about uh, um, GTA? I didn't because it kind of came in last minute. <laughs> so, and I, I have not read the discourse yet, but I assume the discourse is terrible. So, in 2018, um, Rockstar... Like, it was kind of like a bunch of people kind of talked and said, like, Rockstar is a horrible place to work. Like, it is just the ultimate boys club. Like, it's, you know, dude bros and, like, hitting the strip club after work and treating people like garbage and, like, just awful. And so, apparently, Rockstar, like, interesting enough, one of their founders left. And then Rockstar kind of started cleaning up its act. And apparently it's it's a far better place to work now. The crunch is really managed. It's, you know, they have a more diverse set of employees. Um, and they announced this week that um, one of the playable characters in the game uh, is going to be a woman for the first time. And that also the, the humor in the game is trying to be less... Uh, like, they're trying to punch up with the humor and not just punch everyone with the humor. Um, what's what's the What does the internet think of that, Cole? I assume only good things? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're like, you know what? It's about time that we all grow up and maybe... Uh, no, it's probably horrible. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Whatever. It's... It's fine. I just... Why do you even say things on the internet like that, though? Right. Why do you even put that out there? Right? I... I, I say you're almost asking... Because you could say anything and it's going to get criticized, right? Like... My, I, I, would, I don't know. I haven't read I, it, but my guess is it's just like a throwaway line from an entire yeah, interview. Yeah, that's the other thing, too, is it's like... It, it, yeah, like, it's probably the one thing pulled out of the... I, but. I, I am, I, there's nothing that pisses me off more these days, uh, like literally almost nothing, like the world is on fire, and the thing that pisses me off more, most these days is like, <sighs> quote unquote journalists 
Uh, like, like I think the thing is, like, I actually think journalism's great. I think like good journalists who actually do good work and write good articles and do good research are extremely important. Like, they are kind of a, a foundation of like freedoms in America. Like, very important. But man, if I read one more article that the title is like, so like I'm a big Disney guy, and there's you? a yeah, I know who knew. Um, there's a website called Inside the Magic, and. They literally, the entire website is based around a clickbait headline that makes it sound like it'll be like literally, so I can't even, I'm so upset about this. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll be like people pissed off about something and it makes it sound like thousands of Disney guests are revolting at the fact that X happens. And then you read the article and it is a single tweet by a person who was upset about that thing. And it's every day. There's four of them. And I'm like, that's not, that's not journalism. That's not anything. That's like a clickbait headline that gets people to come in and be pissed about your, you know, like you get engagement on social media because everyone in the comments is going like, but that's not what the article says, you dipshit. Um, and I hate it. I hate it so much. And I hate that like negative articles are the only thing that does well. The only thing that does well. Like there's, it's way better to write a negative article than write, to write a positive right. one because no one cares about positive ones. And then, so, then the, like you said, the negative article isn't actually negative. Well, yeah. it's like, Six people think this, right? Like, it's not... It's so frustrating. Yeah. So I saw a, a Twitter thing today, and it was talking about the TikTok algorithm. And apparently one of the ways you can kind of game the TikTok algorithm is they rate, like, dancing higher um, in the, like, you know, kind of what gets viewed and so they'll weight those and so it was just like a huge like thread of people dancing but to awful awful things in like, the, like <laughs> right <laughs> which i think that's awesome actually not depending what the awful thing is but yeah, there, like there, but the idea it's kind of like a like the satire of like that juxtaposition depending on what the awful thing is as long as the awful thing is not across the awful line but it wasn't great in this case it's not but um. yeah i i think that's the thing is is like i wish i wish companies that relied on algorithms would realize that people are always going to figure out what the algorithm is and they're always gonna like it's it's all those weird like the the ones that get me are mobile video game uh, trailers like I Colby follows so a much. Twitter account. What's that Twitter account? Do you remember? Oh, it's like Mobile Game Hell or something. And it's literally like first of all, they almost all there was one that for the longest time, it, the first like three seconds of it was just of this like character pulling down her underwear and sitting on a toilet, and I'm like, uh -huh. what is going right. on? What is this video game? And, Cliff, and, this is what gets clicks. And I'm like, but there's so many of them. Don't where you the want to play? The first like three or four seconds of it is just like what, and that's yeah. what like they pull you in. I'm like, how did you guys not see this coming? How did you not see that this was going to to be how it works? Um, like, yeah, it's <sighs> at mobile game hell. And it's, they they don't post a ton, but the one they do is a hundred percent worth it. But you know, it's that it's when when Facebook was like, hey man, video is the next big thing, and it like destroyed like. 
25 major websites that did really good like actual writing when they all tried to right. put the video and it didn't work you know it's well it's it's like now that you're seeing instagram you know announced yesterday that hey we're just going to become tiktok and everyone's pissed off about it because instagram's actually kind of a right everything ends up sucking yeah it's, it's like yeah. tiktok already exists we don't need two tiktoks like you know I will say that yes, you know, the whole Facebook thing is horrible. However, that makes up like 70% of my podcast listening are people who were fired from Cracked who know oh, yeah, yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, yeah, no, I mean, it worked out I, well I, for me. I'm not saying that it wasn't for the best. I'm saying that, you know, like it's it's ridiculous that Facebook can play yeah. with like the lives of people like that. I mean, in addition to the actual lives of people that they play with. So I don't know. My feed now on Facebook is just all reels and I hate it. Like it's mm-hmm. it's they all seem to me like they've just been cut from a TikTok somewhere. They took like eight right. seconds out of a TikTok. I'm like, this is this is a non sequitur at this point. I don't even understand what's happening. They make my child very, very happy. Hey, as long as your kid's happy, Cole. That's really all that matters to me. Um, anyway, uh, video cool. games. Dylan, do you want to talk? Like, let's let's. We got we got a question, man. Hey, yo, Vinny. Another question. It's two in a row from Vinny. He says, uh, "Which developer is your favorite overall, including some of your favorite games of all time, and who do you think will be in the conversation in the next ten years in contention for your favorite developer? So, who's your who's your favorite current developer?" And and do you think they will be the same in ten years? Do you think that uh, that, that that it'll change? What do you guys think? Do you have a favorite developer? I mean, like Rockstar is yeah. pretty high up there. We'll I mean, see how like, we'll see how this next yeah. GTA goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it's Rockstar. Um, I well, the way they're not a developer; they're a distribution thing, publisher. Um, yeah, Annapurna. Uh, no, I was well. Annapurna uh, does do, don't they do? I think they're mostly a publisher. Yeah. Uh, but I mean yeah. that that line is so weird between developer and publisher sometimes too. So yeah, and that's that's kind of seems like a lot of them like, are kind of hand in hand too. Yeah, right? like it's, like I know they're like Devolver. I really like a lot of stuff Devolver publishes, but yeah. they don't necessarily you know. And Develop. it's kind of the same with Annapurna. Um, yeah. Who is it that did? Uh, Oh, um, Monster Sanctuary. They're not the, I know they're, but the publisher who does that has actually put out a lot of really good indie games. Yeah, I, oddly, I know way more publishers that I like than I do developers. I think that's actually really common though, especially in the indie scene. Um, They're curating a certain type of game that you like, right? I, I think that that's actually like, as much as I like to choose a favorite developer, like choosing a favorite developer seems like just like the best way to milk dick, milk duck shake yourself. Um, because they all end up being awful. Like I, I, it doesn't matter how many times I'm like, Oh, I, I love. <laughs> and then the, the CEO comes out and is like, you know who I hate gay people. You're yeah. Like, oh. You know, it's, it's huh. like forever. I was like, man, Steve Gaynor. I love Steve Gaynor. Like, cool dude like you know makes great 
great games, like seems like a cool guy. Like I love listening to him on podcast. And then everyone comes out like he's the worst person in the world to work for. We wish he <laughs> would never exist. You know, you're like, man, I love Night in the Woods. I think that game is really cool. And then like, you know, the the writer for it like is terrible and, you know, like kills himself instead of, you know, dealing with it. I'm like it just like you know who seems I like, like as an actor, Kevin Spacey. What yeah, a great oh no. Right? Like I just like it seems like choosing Using my favorite developer is just a good way to disappoint future me. Um, so I'm just going to abstain from answering these questions. I like a lot of different video games. They're all great. <laughs> um, what do you think about future I, you, though? Like, what do you think 10 years from now? Uh, the, who I was thinking of real quick was Team 17. Oh, yeah. Um, Team 17. Yeah. Also a terrible they, place oh, to well, work. <laughs> yeah, a terrible place to work. But they put out a lot of games I really like. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No. Team 17 is not only a terrible place to work. They also were, like, one of the first people to go, like, dude, we can make NFTs of everything. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I tell you, like... It stop stop like loving developers. Oh, oh. Stop loving politicians. Stop loving celebrities. Like you'll just be How about, a better I think off. Chibig is that the? I think Chibig is um one who is a developer that I like and stuff. All yeah, right, they did like somewhere in Mara. Oh yeah, man, they do they do some good stuff. Um, wait, so, yeah, somewhere in Mara. So they're the developers who didn't pay their voice actors um, for... No, no, that's... Uh, that's Oh, uh, the other game I can't think of. Isn't that the it's Mara game? It's not Summer Mara. No. What's, the, what's that game? Uh, like kind of a... You go around on a ship and you've got to plant plants and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different game. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you think about ten years from now? Like, who do you who do you think you'll be liking ten years from now? Well, in ten years, I'll be like, man, Rockstar put out Red Dead Redemption three. Right, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. They'll have exactly one new game. One more ten game. years from now. I uh, I was reading today that uh, Capcom maybe maybe it was Capcom were saying like, hey, you know our our uh, our. Our revenue's down because we're just, you know, we've put out less games this this you know year, and I'm like, man, what is Rockstar doing? <laughs> like, maybe yeah. that's a secret. You just make one game that sells a billion copies every ten years. Uh, yeah, right. I, My uh, time in Portia. That's who there you go. Of. My time in Portia. Yeah, and there there are new ones called Summer in Portia or Portia. Right, it, something it's like, like that. Summer in Rock Rock or something. Something. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually kickstarted it. I like that game a lot. I did too. Um, I think that's why I kickstarted it. Good man. Um, you know, ten years from now, I I think the thing is, is when I look at how my gaming preferences have changed uh-huh. over the last like three years, I, I don't even, I, I couldn't even guess what developer I will like in ten years. My guess is that it, you know, like I'm sure, yeah. Am I going to play Red Dead Redemption Three? Am I going to play GTA Six? Sure. But like, I play so few AAA games right now. Um, like just almost none that like the the developer that I am going to like 10 years from now probably doesn't even exist right now um like I you know who knows who knows what it'll be and who knows what kind of game it'll be I mean who knows what games will be in 10 years like 10 years is long enough to really really change stuff so I don't know what do you guys have thoughts besides Rockstar 
I mean, like, I think the thing is, is I think you're right, is that I don't yeah. know. I, I very rarely go like, oh, it's a blank game. I'm going to play that. Yeah. Um, like, Rockstar would be one. Um, Bethesda to an extent, but that's more of a series-based thing. Because, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, I'll play... I'll play Elder Scrolls, you know, six or whatever, but like, I don't really care about doom all that much. No. Um, you know, so like, I, I think that, I mean, really the only one that I can think of is rockstar. And that's because they only put out like two well, different games. Two and I love both IPs of them. Yeah, at this like, point. So, yeah. Um, and you mean the table tennis game, right? That's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and bowling. But that they had, those haven't they haven't done Max Payne or uh table tennis in years and Midnight Club. But those were all great games. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Rockstar is like they've nailed every game they've well, ever yeah. put out. Does Rockstar even still own Max Payne? Because I don't think they did the I don't think third they do. one. They did I, do the third one, I think. I thought Embracer Group owned Max Payne though. I think it was still had a Rockstar banner on it though, so I don't know if it's possibly they published it. I guess. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it has a Rockstar logo right on the front. Maybe. Yeah. But developed by Rockstar Studios. There you and go. Published by Rockstar Games. Dylan knows what Dylan knows. Uh, all right. Let's see. Two questions from Monotone Screaming. Uh, <laughs> he says favorite weapon through the ages, handheld or bigger ones. I don't know if he means specifically in video games or if he's just like, what's your favorite weapon? <laughs> I like a good broadsword. I'm an axe know. man. But... An axe man. What's your favorite video game weapon? Do, do lightsabers count? Or... Yes. yes. Lightsabers are pretty awesome. I'm a big BFG 5000 yeah, yeah. fan. Like... That's a cool gun. There was a there was a, a, a BFG light gun in the Unreal Tournament games too that was really fun. Um, and because that was all co op, you would like get it and just like shoot it out into the arena, and it would kill people, which was pretty cool. Um, both those guns were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think like if I'm if I'm playing like a Skyrim kind of game and I've got to choose, you know, from those, I, I agree with Dylan. Like I'm a I'm a two handed axe man, or like yeah. an axe and a mace. any axe that increases my attack speed is pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah. just real quick, I was going back to it, but because I couldn't remember his name, but uh, I'm pretty sure David Harbor should play Max Payne, like in Max Payne Three. They should yeah. make a movie. I could see that. I could see David Harbour doing that. Because yeah. of the new Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to um, me. Absolutely makes sense to me. Turok Dinosaur Hunter also has some fantastic weapons in that game. Really? Like the Chrono Scepter, which uh, I think you'd spin it up and then shoot it, and it would like freeze everything, and then they would just blast into a bunch of pieces oh, that sounds great or no that might have been the particle accelerator i can't remember sounds good man I'm, I'm a big fan of anything that like explodes people yeah 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 just yeah. gibbs folk yeah yeah big fan uh when you think of pie okay i'm gonna say one word you tell me what what comes to mind i'm gonna say pie postal pumpkin P- Postal pie? Didn't it wasn't there like a, a pie weapon in postal? There might have been. been I thought we were time. still talking about weapons. No, no, no. So oh, when okay. when I when I say pie, what's the first flavor that comes to mind? Um, Colby had so so. There's a traditional Utah uh, celebration. Uh, it is called. 
pioneer day, but those of us who are less pioneer flavored, uh, often refer to it as pie and beer day. Um, yeah. what, what, what pie would you have had for pie and beer day? Cole? I really like, uh, um, the, uh, what is it called? It's like a caramel something or other from, uh, uh, village Inn. Yeah. It's a good pie. I can't, re- I can't remember what it's called. It's caramel chocolate Supreme. Oh, that sounds great. And, and you said pumpkin Dylan. Yeah. I think I like a lot of pie, but pumpkin comes to mind first because of alliteration. I think. Sure. Very fair. Yeah, I'm not a big pumpkin fan. Like it's yeah, it's probably I, my least pie. favorite pie. I don't like any. Well, I won't say I don't like any pie that is fruit flavored, but I'm not a huge fruit flavored pie. So you don't like apple pie? It's okay. Like they're they're some of my least favorite pies. I really like the. Uh, I really like the. Um, oh blueberry sour cream blueberry yeah pie from Marie calendars uh, Marie calendars yeah, that's probably my second favorite pie there's actually a sour cream apple one that i've also never had delicious. um and i can picture it being real good yeah but, unfortunately uh, there's not a Marie calendars within like three thousand miles of me so uh, that's yeah that could be a problem it's a problem so um i've actually made a sour cream apple pie before though it's Ooh. pretty good so uh, my favorite pie, like the pie that comes to mind for me, though, is usually pecan. I'm a big pecan pie mm-hmm. fan. So I don't pecan. think I actually had like pecan pie until I think I had it when I was in Nashville. Interesting. Um, I never, I never brought in a pecan pie while we worked together. I don't think so. Well, that's a shame. I, mean, so I had it for the first time. It was pretty good, even though I'm not really a pecan guy. Yeah. Um, so, but the pie, it was good. Yeah, I'm I big, think it's a pecan pie. Yeah, I, pecan yeah. pie pecan. too is super easy to make. They also like had sweet ever, potato pie. I think. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good too. If uh, if you're ever in the mood to make a pie, pecan is very very easy. Very few ingredients yeah. that you literally just slop them together and throw them in a crust. And you're good to go. Uh, Shadow X says, "Who who are your favorite female characters in games? Uh, it could be leads or supporting characters. What what's your the what's new your... girl in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, the what? The new girl in <laughs> Grand Theft Auto." <laughs> I haven't played her yet, but she's, she's my your favorite. favorite. Uh, um, that's a good question. Um, I don't remember her name, but I really liked. Uh, like she was the only part of the Outer Worlds that I actually liked. Um, the chick on your crew who was. I can't remember if she was gay or like non-binary, yeah, or maybe both. Um, but like, or maybe maybe she was like, was she ace? I don't I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I know. There, I there remember. was I know who you're talking. There was about. some sort of subplot. She was voiced by. Um, oh shoot, Dylan! We went and met her brother. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> he writes for Bioshock. Um, I, I don't. I don't remember Ashley. Ashley, some. I cannot thing. remember. Anyway, I thought her character was actually really good and kind of unique in video games. Um, like super well written and like literally about the only high point of of our worlds. Like I really enjoyed doing her missions and did not enjoy most of the rest of that game. So. Uh, I, I'll say she's my favorite. Although I also do like, uh, I, d- I do like Fem Shep. So nothing. Playing as Fem Shep now. Nice, nice. Uh, um, I really like uh, 
uh, what remains of Edith Finch. Oh yeah, she's a good but, character. Yeah. Is she well, I mean, um, ish. Yeah, but uh, also uh, Senua in Hellblade. Yeah, yeah, man, that game. I wish I liked that game more. Uh-huh. Um, because the the everything about that game was done so well, except for the combat and the puzzles. Um, <laughs> like, I want to play a, I want to play that game, but as like a narrative game. Um, like that'd be that'd be great. I don't want any of the crappy fighting, and I don't want any yeah. of the terrible puzzles. So, what about you, Dylan? Um, series kind of cool. Yeah, from Witcher. You get behind um, that. Bayonetta's pretty cool because her hair is like her clothes, and yeah, and like a weapon, and it's like that's kind of cool. Speaking of gamer outrage, uh, Bayonetta three is going to have a naive mode, I guess, where um, sh- there it'll it'll take away the 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 nudity essentially of of Bayonetta three. I like that people are pissed about that, and it's like, guys, it's optional. Like, yeah, you, it's not. You just turn that off. And they're like, Nintendo forced you to do it, didn't they? Because they're Nintendo, and they're like, no, no, this is our idea. They're like, sure it was. <laughs> what about GLaDOS? I was just, just going to say uh, GLaDOS, too. That's some good stuff. That's some good stuff. Uh, all right, next question. Uh, Prime Fan says, uh, what, what are your hopes with the future of gaming? Like, what's your what's your... What, what do you hope about for gaming? I hope that maybe someday we can not have to have a weekly thing that pisses off gamers. <laughs> we could just have, we could do that 51 weeks out of the year and take one week off where we don't have to have gamers pissed about something stupid. Like this week, there's four things, and that's great. <laughs> maybe we could just take, maybe like a week in. Mid October off, we take October fifth through the twelfth off, and no gamers get upset about anything. What do you guys think? I don't think that's going to ever happen. <sighs> it's my dream. There, it's yeah. just been smashed. What's your hope with the future of gaming? I don't know. Like, because I, I think the thing is, is if you'd asked me that ten years ago, yeah, like things have changed. A lot in 10 years yeah um mm-hmm. i'm like more horse armor oh no <laughs> like the monkey paw curls i uh <laughs> so you know like i i don't honestly know um because it'll probably just be like some like crazy thing that we weren't expecting and like oh huh i guess everyone yeah. is playing in vr you know you know yeah. what i hope i hope that every game that comes out they're like this is web three huh <laughs> well this this is not as awesome as I thought it was going to be. Hey, Cliff, will you buy my NFT? I, <laughs> I need to I eat. need food. <laughs> uh, I, my hope is that every single developer will come and say, like, hey, you know, when we started planning this game, it was going to be 15 hours long. But we decided that that was dumb. So it's six. <laughs> That's my hope, is that every video game will just... We, uh, we cut out some of this uh, stuff and, uh, you know... <laughs> I just want 50% of all the content cut. <laughs> That's my yeah. dream. Um, I still want a game, specifically GTA, that I can go inside all the buildings. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that... I mean, obviously, there's so much technology involved in having a fully, like, 
uh, a city that is fully like at your disposal. Like, but I think that would just be such a interesting um, thing to be able to do. I didn't know I wanted it until I played Red Dead Redemption, but I like like just like uh, total NPC characters to feel real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it it wasn't the you know I passed thirty people. And they're like, I was an adventurer once. It took until I took an arrow to the knee. It's like, oh, this person feels like a real person yeah. who's not just you know mm-hmm. programmed to say like something as you pass. They always feel. Like it, mm-hmm. I, I like lived-in worlds, and I hope that is you know, you know what something I want that when I'm a character and I go into someone's house at night and wake them up, they need to be they're like, "What pissed the hell off are about you it? Doing? Yo, yo, what are you doing?" And they start shooting at you, right? Like to me, like the fact that in Skyrim, I'm like, "Dude, I need to Castle buy some doctrine, bitches." Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> knock knock. Hey, uh, I need to buy some stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, he's sleeping, dude." Wake up. <laughs> hey. Wake hey, up. Hey. Hey. <laughs> he's like, okay, get out. You know, I was an adventurer once until <laughs> I took an arrow at the knee. Exactly. All right, cheap, free games. We've got uh, on, on Epic this week, Lawnmower Simulator. You can... Oh, yeah. La- I didn't realize that uh, Lawnmower Simulator was set in England. Of course it is, Cliff. That's what makes it classy. Is it? I don't know. I mean, doesn't Lawnmower Simulator I mean, actually think it I should think be set in, like... I'm going to go ahead and say that all of these simulator games are coming out of England or Europe or something, because I've been playing a lot of um, Power Washer Simulator, <laughs> and uh, it's amazing that tires are spelled with a Y. Interesting, um, really? So, Oh, yeah, it's all... You can tell that it was, an like, a European thing, because huh. it is all... Like, I'm cleaning the boot of my car! Interesting. Huh. All right. Well, anyway, that's set there. Um, I mean, I should play Lawnmower Simulator. (sighs) I watched Joe Coleslaw play it for a little bit on Twitch, and it looked interesting, you know? Um, it's just one of those things that, like, I, I'm like, I'm going to play Power Washing Simulator for, like, a little bit and, like, just see what it's about. And then, like, two weeks later, I'm like, I've almost finished it, I think. I don't know. I've got all of the, the stuff. I'm cleaning boats now. Uh, There's, like, a weird story in it. There's, like, a volcano that's going to explode and magic. And I'm like, I didn't expect this from Power Wash Simulator. <laughs> Hyperfixation is fun, isn't it, Cole? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, ADD. <laughs> uh, Xbox Game Pass. Um, there doesn't like it doesn't seem like they've really released a lot of what's coming out on uh, Game Pass yet. So I, I expect there will be more things shortly. Uh, Turbo Golf Racing, which is I believe that uh, like it looks fun. Rocket League with golf. Yeah, I played yeah. the demo a smidge, and it was interesting. It's way, way, way harder than you think it's going to be. Um, but it looks interesting. Um, I hope that's a game that they like have really good matchmaking on because that's a game that people will get very good at very quick and make it absolutely mm-hmm. no fun for people that are not very good at it very quickly. So, yeah. uh, Two Points Campus comes out August 9th, console and PC. That looks pretty good as well. Um, Midnight Fight Express. I do not know what that is. Um, fighting at midnight quickly, I guess. 
uh, August 23rd console and PC, and then Immortality comes out August 30th on console or PC. Like I would say, I would say we can expect at least two drops in August. Um, yeah. So it'll be these games plus plus some more. So I'm sure by probably by next week we'll know more about that. Uh, games with Gold has not been announced yet, um, as far as I know. I checked right before the podcast. I did not see it. Um, PlayStation Plus, or whatever it's called now, has not been officially released, I don't believe yet, but the leak says uh, folks are going to get Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 Cross-Gen Deluxe Bundle. I I don't know exactly what that means, but that sounds great. Um, And Little Nightmares, which it was okay. Did you, you played that, didn't you, Dylan? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I I thought it was all right. It was not my not my favorite scary game, not my least favorite scary game. It was it was What is your least favorite scary game? <sighs> Blair Witch probably. Um it not only kind of gave me a headache to play, um but it wasn't it took like everything I don't know. I remember seeing the trailer for Blair Witch and going like Holy cow, that game looks dope. And then playing yeah. Blair Witch and going like, why? how did they take Blair Witch and make it this bad? Um, like, mm-hmm. they could have done anything to make it better than this. So, probably Blair Witch. Um, it, like I said, though, it did not help that that game, like, gave me a pretty immediate yeah, headache upon playing. Yeah, it me too. <laughs> I couldn't play it. Uh, so, you know, there's that. Uh, Humble Bundle, we've got the uh, Humble Deck building bundle um it's just a bunch of wood and (laughs) no deck building simulator (laughs) yeah (laughs) thunk 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 uh you can pay 15 dollars and get uh the library of runia uh gwent the ultimate starter pack black book which man i swear when you actually look at the font they wrote that in that game i'm like i don't know blabaduk but it's apparently called black book uh, Wingspan, which I've heard is spectacular. Um, it's a, a board game that became a video game. It's all about birds. I've heard I've heard the board game itself is just incredible, and I've heard that the, the digital version is also very good. Did you say Wingspan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to play that. Yeah, looks really good. Um, One Step from Eden, um, Vault of the Void, and Cultist Simulator, which I've also heard is very good. So all of those have above a 90 on Steam, except for Gwent, which has an 88. So if you like kind of card-based um, fighting and, and strategizing, then the, the Deck Builder Bundle might be for you. Seven games for $15, so not not too bad. Uh, finally, Troll Corner. We haven't had a Troll Corner in a, in a while. Um, Troll Corner could just be... That GameStop is insisting <laughs> on. <laughs> I know where this is going. It could just be that GameStop was insisting on continuing into being an NFT store. Um, like that could just be that could just be the the story. Um, instead, GameStop decided to be an NFT store, and one of the NFTs they chose to sell was. Um, I, I believe the, the word falling is man. infamous uh, picture of, of it's, I think it's called Falling Man. Is that right? The Falling Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the picture of the guy on 9-11 who either jumped or was blown out of or whatever uh, the trade tower stuff and fell to his death. Um, 
they sold that as an NFT dozens of times. Like, first of all, like I'm like, how isn't does, that? How, yeah, how I don't do understand how when you can sell them dozens of times. Is it like is it like buying like a numbered print? Oh, like I own <laughs> I own Falling Man two of fifty, um, and like like I I want to extend a troll corner out to anyone who bought that NFT too. Like because there's there's only two reasons to buy that. One is you're a, just a terrible person um or two you're like oh this is going to be worth something which makes you actually a slightly worse person um but i mean so here's the question gamestop doesn't own that image right like no no it is a very famous picture that was sold to uh you know newspapers yeah i've got to assume like the associated press or someone probably owns that picture so like first of all how did how did that make it on to the gamestop marketplace like can you like license an image and then sell it as an nft like what are you doing then you're like the receipt of your nft points to to a license i don't know like the whole thing is just stupid but the fact that then they they sold that one is just terrible if it makes you feel any better, their website does not work hardly. Like, I can't get their search free feature to work. Because um, I was just real curious what happens when you typed in Holocaust to their search feature on GameStop MFTs. And it just doesn't work. I like, guess you hit it, enter and nothing happens. I guess I will say so. This is slightly better. Um, the art, the first article I read said that they had sold the Falling Man. Actually, what they said sold was a parody of the Falling Man, and it's a guy in a spacesuit um, in the same pose with the caption, "This one probably fell from the Mir station." I, I, I don't think that's better. I, I mean, it's. It's a, a a little better, right? Maybe. Anyway, the first person bought they pulled f- it. Apparently, yeah, it's been pulled. The first person uh, paid thirty dollars for it. Um, some people have sold it for over a thousand. Um, it looks like the two remaining unsold ones are selling for about seventy five hundred dollars now. So I guess. Whatever. It's fine. Um, I hate GameStop. Like, I hate everything about them. Anyway. Give don't me, don't give search me. for Holocaust NFT. Oh, that, that was a bad, bad idea. Yeah, don't do that, Cole. That's, that's not going to end well. Holocaust survivors' memories now depicted in NFT. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, do you guys have anything, uh, you have anything else? Do you, do you have any thoughts on... Uh, do you have any? Do you want? You, is the only game you played this week, Cole? Was it? Uh, was uh, Power Wash Simulator. Simulator? Played a little bit of Mass Effect. Played a little bit of Raji. Oh, hey, how's that? How's that Epic. working out for you? Uh, you know, I have until the end of July to finish it, and I don't think that's going to happen <laughs> because it's it's okay. And like, I I don't know. I just I'm not a huge fan yeah. of like. It's camera and yeah. stuff is a lot of the a lot of things I like about that game, now. but a lot yeah. of things I did not like about that game. So I get it. Yeah. All right. Well, we are bite me. 
Okay, for a second I thought we weren't recording. <laughs> I had a, a stomach-dropping feeling that we weren't recording, but we were. You can hear this right now. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at BiteMePodcast.com. You can follow us on social media at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash Podcast. You can join our Discord at BiteMePodcast.com slash Discord. You can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Podcast. You can uh, join or support our Extra Life team at uh, uh, bitepodcast.com slash extra life. 